Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. 91 for your local owner-operator. The Trade Feed for Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians. And Toyota, Toyota certified, pre-owned in a class of its own. A trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey, Tylers, need stock fast? Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. This is the trade news update for Beaumont Tiles. Hey, Tylers, need stock fast. Beaumont Tiles are ready to help with over 115 outlets stocked up. And this in from Sam Edmund this morning. Cooper Stevens has interest from Hawthorne and could be in brown and gold by the end of the day. Stevens was picked 16 in 2019. He's contracted and has a handful of games under his belt from 2022, but is keen to look for opportunities elsewhere. Josh Gablich and Sarah Ollie here with you on the trade feed and our special guest for this entire hour is David Noble. We were just firing some burning questions at him, Josh. How do you reckon he went? I think he did quite well, to be honest. I've quite liked him on the trade radio across the last 13 days. I think maybe a future in media might be you, Dave. Thanks, Josh. Um, Yeah, it's been enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a podcast or something along those lines. (laughs) Well, I think our next topic is sort of heading down that podcast path because a lot of us never get to see or hear what goes on on deadline day. And it fascinates everyone because a lot of these deals are mooted for six months, Sarah, like Dunkley. Mm-hmm. and they come mm-hmm. down to the final hours. So we'd love to get a bit of insight into what actually happens because you've been a list manager, you've been a head of football, you've been a senior coach, you've seen it all across a lifetime in footy. Yeah. Give us a little bit of an insight. What, 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 how chaotic is it? Is it chaotic or is it quite calm? Talk us through deadline day. I think the trick is to try to take the chaos and make it calm through the day. That, when you asked me, um, we had a chat this morning about what it actually looked like. It's It's an interesting to sort of reflect. So... Um, I think there's sort of four things for me that like what, what happens for your club at this point in time, particularly if you've got a few balls in the air. So if you pick Brizzy, mm. um, at the moment, they've got a few balls that are sort of juggling in there. You look at Freo as to what they're sort of doing with a few things. So you've got to order up your conversations for the day. You've got to have a really clear plan as to how that actually looks. So, and I would actually write out a physical plan, like actually write it down. So you actually mm. knew what it was. You get more emotion the day goes longer. You need more logic as the day goes longer. You've got to balance the two. So do it when you don't have the emotion in play. Um, because what the other thing is you want to not get distracted by other things that just come out of left field that aren't really in what you're trying to do. They can totally distract you. So order your conversations, time frame things up, make sure you've got a clear... So you'd, So for me, you'd work to lunchtime today, this morning. That's the first sector. And then beyond that, you then go probably from lunchtime to three, and then you're looking at the rush home if you're still in it. So it's a rundown for the day. Yep. It makes sense. Yep. And does absolutely. it help to have a smaller group within yes. the day? Yeah. yeah. So you, by the time you get to today, the coach is a byproduct of conversations that the list manager, the GM would be having, and probably the national recruiting guy. So mm-hmm. they're the three guys. So if you're into futures, you need your national recruiting guy. If you're into strategy and can we actually pay, you know, this salary, hopefully all that stuff's done, but that's where your GM sits in. 
and then you're letting your list manager go to go to town on how this is going to that negotiation is going to come to pass. So so it's about conversations. You check in with your own club. You check in with the manager next. Mm-hmm. Then you would go to the oppo, and then you'd be getting the coach to check in on the player. So that's where the coach comes paramount today is. Fakes give Lockie a ring. I mean, Fakes ended up going over to Perth anyway. But I think the coach's connection is to keep the player calm. If the player stays calm, the manager stays calm. How many conversations are you having on deadline day with clubs and managers? (laughs) Like, are we talking 100 conversations? Yeah. Yeah, I would think you – yeah, yes. That's crazy. Yeah, somewhere in there. So – um, Not a day to forget your phone charger. No. (laughs) You need a little portable number. So that's sort of how – and then I – and then – if you get into the pointy end, I was reflecting on the deal that we did with Josh Jenkins with Adrian. So Hamish Ogilvy and myself had a really clear time frame. So if we didn't get an answer by a certain time, then we would move into a next deal. But we'd let them know. We'd say, look, we've got something else happening. And then you'd watch the clock. And then if it didn't happen, you might make one more call and say, listen, we're moving on. Just giving you love more, one more chance. And then you move into the next phase. So it's pretty structured. Take us inside the last half an hour. If you've got a deal in play... How stressful is it if it hasn't been done yet? Because we we hear from players all the time, these deals that go down to the wire and they just, they don't know what to do with themselves. They're pacing around their homes, waiting to find out where their fate lies. Uh, Beams one was a bit like that. So, you know, we were confident we were going to get done. Um, and then in the back end of that, there was, they wanted something back. They had some father, son, or had an academy thing coming back. And we were going, no, we don't really want to, even though, you know, we thought the deal was pretty good. Um, but in the end it was, you know, you try to work because you're going to have to deal with these guys again next year. So you try not to burn the Mm. bridges. Um, yeah, it gets pretty stressful. So that, that's where I think the, having the logic and the flow of what you need to try to execute before you get to that emotion, you know, the adrenaline starts to flow and you can easily just make, um, yeah, inconsistent decisions when you get to the back end of it. But yeah, it's, it's tense. Are there any players that stand out to you? And when I say players, I mean people on deadline day who are the calmest, who are the shrewdest, who, who have you come across that manages to keep it all together and stay calm on deadline day? You get better as you get in, the more you're experienced in it. Um, I always reckon Wrighty was really good. Graham always seemed like he was pretty calm. Uh, Wellesy was always seemed calm, but he was very sneaky. <laughs> He's very sneaky. He, um, you had to be really careful. Uh, Sauce was good. My dealings with Sauce were always really good. Um, I mean, everyone talks about Adrian, but Adrian was a really smart dealer for me. Always, you know, rated what he was trying to do. It was sometimes, he frustrates you at different times, but that's trade, that's negotiation. So, that, yeah, they're the sort of the experienced guys that I probably tend to, to work with. And look, obviously, I work with Dom closely. I think he does a good job. Um, get stuff done. He's very he got a really clear understanding of the mechanisms of the rules and how they can be manipulated. <laughs> mm. Dom Brogier could be one of the big winners later today. <laughs> yeah. Dave, take us inside some of these really interesting deadline day stories because you touched on beams then, but I'm sure you've got a couple more that are quite fascinating the way they played out in the final hours. Yeah, so uh, Josh Shackey comes to mind. Josh wanted to come back home, um, which we were happy to facilitate. I think I would ended up doing some work with Granty. Um, they had some interest. Uh, we sort of said we wanted a certain value and it got to a point we had to get up to the room 
to get into the room. That was when if you're in the room and they shut the door, you can still get your work done. <laughs> Seems so archaic, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Kenny Wood was, and like there'd be people jamming in there to mm. sort of get in there. So uh, Grandy came down. I can't remember who was who else was it. Grandy and um, they said, "No, nah, we're not going to do it." And I, I there's a couple of expletives. Said, "Right, get out." <laughs> I've got to get on to this other deal. They shut the door and some, I can't, Dom said, what are we going to do? I said, no, no, we'll, it'll get done. So then we left the room. They were still in the hallway talking. I said, see you boys, we're going up. And they said, okay, we'll do it. So then you had two minutes to get that one done. And we had another one, I think with Richmond at the time. So we ended up with the Bulldogs in the room, Richmond in the room. And yeah, that was, it, it felt like it wasn't going to get done. <laughs> but yeah, that was within two minutes. And what about Josh Jenkins? I understand he might have been one of these interesting deals. Yeah, it was. Um, Adrian was desperate to keep him because... People forget that he started at Essendon. Yeah, yeah. And um, Adrian had given him his chance and Josh Josh would have stayed. Um, he wanted. He just wanted to play. And back then, you had to, you had to be on a list to play. People forget that. So he was a rookie. You had mm. to have a long-term injury to come in to play. Yep. Not like it is now where the rookies can play. That that was changed since then. So all they could do was offer him another rookie spot and Adrian just didn't want to let him go and he was just being stubborn and <laughs> we came we had some get out, you know, that's not going to cut it and <laughs> you're just being a, you know, an a-hole and <laughs> it's just like <laughs> and Benny Williams is fighting around saying, come on, we got to get it done. Um, and in the end, you know, Adrian was probably always going to do it because he couldn't provide Josh with the opportunity and knew that if he went to LA, we were going to put him on the list. So we got it done. But yeah, it's a bit tense. You mentioned Ben Williams then. Obviously, he's been quite prominent this week with Jason Horn Francis yeah. returning to South Australia. Where are the managers on deadline day? Are they lingering around? Are they on the ground at Marvel Stadium or are they yep. just... No, uh, they're on the ground. So they've probably got a power of attorney signed if the players are away so that when you need to sign the forms, they're there to sign them off. So yeah, no, they're... They'll, they'll all be in there today. The, the heavy hitters or guys that have got deals to be completed would all be there. But even the ones that haven't been spoken about up until now. So, you know, Jaeger, if he's away, the manager would have, they would all get their power of attorney sorted before they left. Are managers just hanging around like a bad smell for you on deadline day? Are they the kind of people that you don't really want to see or be dealing with? Depends on which side of the trade you're on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had Tom Boyd on recently and he did say that he gave Liam Pickering his power yes, of attorney that day because he was in Indonesia. Indonesia. Yep. Yes. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he had no idea what was happening. No. No. And and that's the, the well, yeah, that the only issue is if you've gone away and you weren't expecting something to sort of, you know, come to hand, then all of a sudden the manager's on the phone trying to get you out of bed if you're overseas. Mm. But yeah. How so. would you go, Josh, on deadline day if you were at Clubland? As a player or as a no, list manager? No, as a list manager. Yeah. I think it would be quite... You're quite shrewd. I can kind yeah, of see... Yeah, I think see... it would be quite mm. interesting. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's, I'd love to be a list manager. fun, but yeah, it's great. It's very strategic and it's I'm it's too emotional, very enjoyable. I think. Yeah. Look, I'd yeah, like yeah, to see, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to mid-season trading becoming a thing because I don't think it's too far away. I'd like to see more player movement. I mean, although we've seen a bit more player movement this year, imagine in five years' time, I think we'll see double the amount of players move, I think. Well, they should get rid of free agency then. Because mm. it's it's really non-existent. It's only there for compensation pick. Hasn't been too many free agents moved this year, has there? Not too many. Well, or... I'd be interested, and one of our listeners might know, but the number of players that have been traded in contract in the last three or four years compared to the number of players that have been traded out of contract, that number's going up. Mm. 
the trend is that you, you're going to get to where you want to go. So, um, yeah, so I hope the PA doesn't ring me. But I'm just thinking <laughs> that the – so with the next lot of negotiations, I understand why the, the free agency is in there, but it seems like, guys, it can't, can you remember someone that's asked to go somewhere hasn't really got to where they want to go? Bryce Gibbs, we go back to him. Yeah. He got there 12 months later. Yeah, true. But it doesn't – doesn't always happen, does no. it? Tom Papley. Tom Papley. Mm. So there have been six free agency moves this year, a total of 21 trades, including our next guest, Jack Gunston, who's going to join us after this break. This is the trade feed for Ream, built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install the Ream. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.